United We Stand podcast after Wolverhampton Wanderers. And if last week was giddy, then this week is fever pitch. And I can't understand why it's fever pitch. United made a signing. It's a 36-year-old. Yeah, he's nearly 37. He's past his prime. And, it, and it's not as if it's Ronaldo. Oh, here's Ronaldo. Cristiano Ronaldo. Our Cristiano Ronaldo. He's coming home for the last dance. Cristiano Ronaldo is back in Manchester. And don't say you're not excited. Don't say they weren't goosebumps on Friday. Don't say you didn't have a tear in your eye on Friday. Don't say your heart didn't beat a little bit faster on Friday. Because if you didn't, and if it didn't, then you're no Manchester United fan. Cristiano Ronaldo, it's home. So, um, was Friday a where were you moment and will it remain a where were you when you heard the news moment? moment. For the rest of my life, that would remain a where were you moment. Is there a, is there a, nostalgia's a wonderful thing, isn't it? I don't care about nostalgia. I, what I don't care. As soon as Solskjaer came out and said, we are here, I, you knew something was going on. Do you think you would have ever gone to City? I, I, I genuinely didn't believe he ever would, and I still don't. I must admit, Thursday night, I was, I was shivering or shaking on that, that idea, I think. I was convinced he wasn't going, and I didn't think he wouldn't. Then. Thursday, it was reported more or less as a done deal, wasn't it? And I was like... And it had just... It had been such a horrible day for football. Someone like that, if it had gone there, you know, purely for, for money and ruined his legacy... And then, a bit like Woody, uh, I was working from home Friday and I watched all these press conference and it just seemed, what he said, he just seemed, some, and then it's like, that's a bit, it's a bit strange, that, what he said, and then that when he ended it with, if he does leave Juventus, he knows we're here, and then it just, it just snowballed, didn't it, but it's, it's brilliant, I, I'm absolutely brilliant. We just could not have let him go anywhere else. We, we, we had to get him back. Everything happened very quickly, didn't it? Like, it's... I was the same, I'd sort of half resign myself, if I'm being honest, to like, you can't do that. Some things in football are just wrong, and like, on Thursday night, if I'm being honest, I thought he is going to do it. I mean, there's only so many clubs can afford his wages anyway, but then then it kind of turned and everything happened so quickly that, like, it's just, it's perfect for him. Like, you'd always like to think someone like Ronnie had more about him than go to City, and... Um, yeah, it's just uh, he took a bit of attention off uh, Benjamin Mendy for a bit as well. Which uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah, no it, was a, it was a good day to bury bad news for City, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, what did you think? Because I, I saw your tw- we were tweeting, weren't we? My tweets went from, well, look, he was never a legend at United. He was just a very good player, and you know you've got to you've got to expect players to you know you know they've got to sell themselves because obviously there's a limited career. Blah blah blah. To me, um, being on holiday and uh, with goosebumps shivering, a tear in my eye, and as a grown man thinking, you are pathetic, grow up. It's something but... you tweet and thinking, even I'm being a dickhead here, saying he ain't as good as he was. 
Uh, I didn't say he wasn't as good as he was. I just <laughs> convinced myself that he wasn't our legend, and so it didn't really matter. He wasn't legend like you know best Lord Charlton in those terms because he had his best days away from us, even though he was phenomenal for us. But the moment I heard he was coming back, yeah. it was like every how many how many times did you check your phone? That's it. I think it was just relief. You did right. I think we was trying to put a brave face on it because it, 99 percent certain he was going city, and I still think he would have done if we didn't come in. And we can all pretend that we weren't that bothered or he's passed it or whatever, but it'd have been genuinely devastating to be honest. So it, it's just relief. It ruined a large part of mine because I was like, when he signed for United, I was the same age as him, so I was 18, 19, 20, 21. That was a massive part of going to a game was watching some, someone you... See, looking at you now, I would have put you much younger. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks, you're the first one to ever say that. But is it a massive part of my teenage, like, going into adulthood was him? Like, going to, going to United and watching him thinking, probably never see anyone like this again. I think I think for us as fans as well, like, like what is said, you know, it's such a... It's such a big part of, of that era with United and some of the some of the games, goals, moments, everything that he gave. And I think as football fans, you still you want that romance, and that's one of the things that keeps us interested. And when you look at how cold City are and what they stand for, I think him going there it would have totally shut your faith that there was no romance left in football so it was a brilliant day for United and a brilliant day for football as well Did you know any were you out Thursday night when City were going to sign him did you hear, hear City fans how were they were they embracing the signature were they disgusted or everything I've seen they, they were really happy about it they also obviously like loved getting one over as, as they viewed it at the time getting one over on United but they, you know, they ne- they wouldn't never talk to him, and, and like you would if you if you were advising Ronnie, you'd say, don't go there, like for the sake of what 38, 40 games, and you'll lose all the legacy of United. I mean, his name was sang years after he, he left, and and him coming back to Old Trafford. I mean, aside from the fact that I think the fact that Cavani's going to go missing for quite a lot of games played a factor. It makes a big sort of business decision wise it makes a lot of sense doesn't it when you actually heard that Uruguay and Brazil could still be on the red zone therefore they're going to have to come back and isolate every single time and he's going to miss over 60% of matches so we needed a centre forward who was you know somebody an emotional it's an emotional signing but it also makes a lot of sense as well but the boost it's given to everyone and you know I mean we were stood with you Steve what TRA was like at Leeds before the game can you imagine what it's going to be like at Newcastle in a couple of weeks like underneath the stands it'll give the whole club a boost I think people like Greenwood and Rashford they're all going to look up to Ronaldo I mean like it'll be an almost mythical they were kids when um, I think Lingard put a picture on when he was with um, Ronaldo and he's like a, a little child they'll all look up to him and he's, he's going to give the whole club the fans everything a massive well there's a lovely picture isn't it and I don't know if you've seen it of Matic after he'd played an international against him and Matic took his children to go and meet Ronaldo that's how much he's revered isn't it he gives the club a huge boost it gives us all people like sorry but it's people like Matic's kids who will you know young lads and would have dreamt him thing I wish I'd have seen him at United when he was at his pop now they're going to see him every single week they're going to go with a dad to see the best player in the world they, have, they, 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 were, they, were, they were buzzing on Friday because they've heard all us talk about you know them, them teams and, and they've not they've 11 and 9 so they've not seen the teams we have and, and yeah for them to that now go and see Ronaldo like like Elliot said to me on Friday like he said 
you know, Ronaldo's always played for the club of support, but I've never got to see him play. And now he's going to get what next week he's going to go to Old Trafford and watch him watch him play for United again. It's just everyone, young and old, it's give it's give everyone. And you imagine being, you know, Mason Greenwood, Marcus Rashford, Jaden Sancho, three young, talented lads, and now they're going to get to see someone who. You know, at 36 years age, still in incredible shape, done everything right as a professional. It's, it's brilliant. They will teach. It. The, the best thing about this is just like a Cantona effect, where he, where Cantona stood behind, stood behind for another hour, training on the things that he wasn't good at or whatever. And to Rashford and all the rest of the young kids, it will be such uh, an honour to sort of play with this person and, and, and train with him if, if Martial, needs to be Martial needs to be worried for his place yeah, Martial, doesn't he Martial, to be fair Martial needs locking up with him because at the end of the day if, if you're a player that wants to, see, wants to be the best you look at Ronaldo and you think alright oh, well that's what I need to do to become the best player I can be so, so that, that's probably the, that's probably the that's probably the thing that will get the most out of Ronaldo the, the, the thing that worries me in terms of Ronaldo is because he's not very mobile because of his age obviously he might he might have a bit of a Van Nistelrooy effect where he might he might score the goals but he might not contribute outside outside of that on the pitch to say build up and press and stuff like that he'll play, but he'll play through the middle he's not going to play out wide yeah. is he? he'll play through the middle and he's either side of him like Greenwood Rashford yeah. Yeah. Sancho who can do all the who can do all the donkey work and just let him do the fucking main stuff. Skull said it when he was at United. He said, we don't mind running that extra fucking mile a game because we know he's going to do it down the other end. And this is it now. We've got enough runners in this team. What do you think it does to opposition now? Because you, you just rightly said you called it an aura, didn't you? There, there, there's, there's going to be a big factor where the players are going to sort of think twice before, before he makes a run in the box and stuff like that. So... I feel like I feel like sometimes he might make space for other players because everyone thinks it's like, oh well, we need to we need to mark Ronaldo, but we've got other capable players that can benefit from that as well. It's given us that, that thing of being like, it's like we're going to challenge for the title again. I mean, that's why like he's made a decision that he could have gone to City and he, he would easily pick up a league easier than he would at United, but he, he's made the emotional decision himself and I think it's great that, that like there's no guarantees though is there that we'll win anything with him that, do you remember that time where teams were beaten in the tunnel against United yeah. they looked around them and said fucking hell when you see when you see him at the back of that line in the tunnel they go fuck me we ain't got much of a chance here today have we that's back this guy is that, that fucking good. He puts that fear in opposition players. It's the buzz about it. You give me five or 85, you got a buzz on Friday. If he scores two goals or 22 goals next season, this season, you're genuinely excited just to see him there. And the that's what football's about. The unpredictable about him as well. Yeah. The, the, the best part about Ronaldo is you think he's going to shoot and he doesn't and he comes inside but lots of defenders play for that shot yeah. and he doesn't he, he, he can make things happen when he's on the ball if you're not inspired by him as a young footballer then give the game up at the end of the day where we probably struggle most apart from midfield is the fact that we drop stupid points against your Southamptons your Burnleys whilst Ronaldo will get those goals that will bridge that gap and hopefully push us towards the title do you, th- do you think though there's almost uh, an element of today 
if we can get over the line today, the season starts next week. Yeah, yeah it's, it does does worry. You almost feel a little bit of a hangover from everything that we might drop points today. And I still... In terms of a league push, I still think we're probably short in midfield. I think if we're asking a lot, because if at the end of last season we'd have said we'd have bought Sancho, Varane and Ronaldo in this window, no one would have... We'd have been... Might be United fan would have gone on TV or social media saying these three players will get in the summer. They'd have been left out of the place and said, oh, you're deluded. So we have obviously had a very good window, but I still think numbers and quality-wise we're short of a central midfielder. But... I, I said this on the way on the way into town today. When Ollie took over, every single area of the pitch needed work. Now I think we've got one area. I think we're a we're a central ball playing central midfielder slash holding midfielder away from challenging from the league. If you go back two years and look at a team that started a game where you had you had Matic and Pereira you know James starting the game and then you look at that starting team what he could do against Newcastle what he could play fuck me it's like yeah. yeah but I mean would he would he play if Greenwood Sancho would he play Ronaldo down the middle with um, Ronaldo down the middle but play Cavani as well then play Fernandes and Pogba just behind all of a sudden you, you've not got and then Varane at centre half with with Bailly or, or Maguire but, but why but then why do we need a set, why are we just not trying to score more goals in the opposition he's been forced here with that Cavani situation to think a lot more is going on there where he obviously wants to go and play for Uruguay so realistically there's talk that he could miss 8 or 9 games with the quarantine and stuff 60% of his games would be gone this year he's been forced big time by that because I really can't see him here past Tuesday now something might yeah once some Eve something did happen we Why we signed the deal off knowing full well that, or, or not checking at least that like he was going to miss all these games, and then the quarantine. he wouldn't know, would he? Because the the regulations around the quarantine and red zones and yellow zones and green zones or whatever they are now. Don't think I, I'm not um, I'm not so sure that you can actually do that. I think international football, yeah, I think international football has precedent over your domestic game well leagues the league that's the thing it's not United or Liverpool or anyone else it's the league in it that have said they're not releasing South American players so something will happen you think before but I do even if there wasn't the mistrust of how many games we're going to get out of Cavani the opportunity to sign Ronaldo comes up and take it we couldn't have let, couldn't have, couldn't have let it pass us by he will score 25 goals he will score 25 30 goals the opportunity to bring a club legend like you can't, you can't, you can't pass it back. We all, you know, I fuck me. I wanted him back a long time ago. I said it all the time, and people laughed at me. There's always been something about him where he'll come back one day. And you, you can't let him. Come. I must admit, I fought a few times. I thought maybe that ship sailed and all that. You always hope, but like the last year or so, he nearly came after Madrid, didn't he, and all of that. But like, it's, but as soon as I heard like we were back in for him, I mean, like. Like, you must bust the, even, like, Luca seeing him, like, Luca must be busting himself, is he, I take it? Well, he is, because I said to him, um, have you, I can't remember, have you seen Ronaldo? Cause you, and he said, well, yeah, I saw him for Madrid. And I said, have you seen him play for United? And he went, yeah. So I said, oh, right. I said, when was that? He went, that game against Aston Villa, that Makeda scored. He said, because he scored twice. And I said, Luca, you, you were two years of age. You weren't three. And he was in the. He was. It was his first ever game. I said, "You don't remember it, do you?" He went, "No, no, no." So I said, "So you can't remember seeing Ronaldo?" He went, "No, no, but I've seen him." I went, "All right." 
that, that's okay, but I saw how he never took his eyes off his phone on Friday. We were, let's say, we were on a lady wandering around. Yeah. I didn't do any work on Friday. I was, I was working from home, and if I had any integrity, I'd hand all my wages back. I had it in work. I had customers coming up saying, you know, I want this, I want that. I was just, I want in the zone at all. My head was completely fucking gone. Like, is, could you know, this really be happening right now? As a sex worker, that's difficult for you not to keep you. I wish I was a sex worker because I'd, I'd fuck Ronaldo right now. But do you know what was good as well? It was like a proper old transfer as well. Where oh, Thursday, no remember when United signed Andy Cole? Where he didn't yeah. hear anything and then yeah. suddenly we signed like the best striker in England. It was like that where I remember going Thursday, work. nothing. And I went then by Friday, Friday, Friday morning thinking, I don't even want to talk about it. Like my boss went, do you think it'll happen? I went, I just shut my head and went, no, but I don't even want to talk about this shit because it wind me up. I spoke to, you know, Stoney, don't you? And I spoke to Stoney. Um, early afternoon and at that point as far as we were concerned he was going to sit and by tea time like before we'd even gone out in the evening he was a United player yeah I think Ferdinand gave something away they reckon that was it. Yeah, he that. put a video on his Instagram or Twitter or something didn't he just nodding his head it's, yeah. Yeah. big smile and you, you knew then yeah. and the odds dropped quite quickly I the think after is, that the thing is Steve, like, there's, if you look at that 2018 Owen Hargreave was part of that he signed for City um, Peter Schmeichel we all know what he did um, Tingy Tevez signed for City Andy the Cole Andy Cole Kinchelskis they all lose a legacy they all never, Andy Cole less so but like Dennis Schmeichel Law? certainly I think, the thing, I think with Dennis Law he, he, there was a number of factors with United got rid of him as opposed to but Schmeichel certainly like, I think well yeah I think Schmeichel's a completely different for me because I mean like for me Sammy Mack Signed for City, I never think. Money to the likes of, of Schmeichel, David Seaman, Patrick Vieira, all these ex, ex legends at other clubs who were now looking for one last payday. So you almost sort of laughed when the likes of Andy Cole went there because they were getting, you know, what was a washed-up play by then and spending a fortune on him. But Ronaldo would have been different. He's, he's probably the greatest player of all time. What my fear was on Thursday when he was linked with City is... I was thinking of more examples like Jumbo and Luis Figo went from Barcelona to Real Madrid and so I didn't... Everett will all be texting him going, hey, what are you doing here? What, what are you the fuck are you even Ferguson. thinking about doing here? Ferguson himself. But I mean, with the, the, the only thing, the difference I thought was when Rooney, and there was talk about him going to City that time, I think, I think when Rooney did that or said that and he nearly went or whether he nearly went or not, that would have been a hell of a coup for City at that time. This wasn't quite the same, was it? It was a stopgap for Harland for him, that's all it had been. And to be honest, the minute the Kane transfer fell through, that worried me. I thought they'll go for Ronaldo for 12 months here, and then they'll get um, Harland next year. As well, it's constantly, you've got Qatar and Abu Dhabi trying to outdo each other. Qatar have then gone and got Messi 
for PSG this summer Abu Dhabi wanted to react yeah. and they were desperate to get Ronaldo it was a thing where well, I, I remember last, last Sunday I went for a meal for a friend's birthday and one of the guests was a City journalist and I've asked him about Ronaldo but there was, there was no talk of it or anything like that and he said, I'm not really bothered but if we were to sign him it's just to piss United fans off and that's just the way they operate in it so. What sort of friend was it? An Irish friend? No, no, it was a friend but one of the guests was a City Girl, journal A girlfriend? No, no girlfriend, no of, uh, City journalists is that Dick Ed Stewart Brennan uh, Stop Crying Yet? Have we heard anything from them? I don't, I don't know whether Mr Brennan has... Uh, did he want Ronaldo at City? Do we know? He'll do whatever he thinks will make him popular. The worst see journalist. See what his paymasters have told yeah, him to write. the history of journalism. Na- United fan, FC United fan, he tells us. He, he was a Musa member as well, wasn't he? But it just shows what journalists are like. When he was going to sign for Man City, it would have, it would have been fantastic, great... Never, never a mention about his age. As soon as he signs for Man United, oh, he's a 36-year-old, blah, blah. And well, you, well, you do wonder, don't you? I mean, like, I know um, that, ex, that ex-West Ham footballer, Trevor Sinclair, was bigging up Ronaldo going there. I bet he pissed his pants when, um, when, it, when he uh, heard he was going to United. Anyway, we move on swiftly. <laughs> Well, certainly the older view is that we're delighted to have him back, but uh, talking to some younger members here, you won't really remember seeing him. You will have been very, very young. Um, what do you think? Um, you know, it's going to be a decent sign overall, in it? Also, for like, young kids like me get to see him at United for the first time, is going to be good. You know, it's just an experience, in it? Do you think that he gives a boost to the whole club in terms of the youth teams and... and uh, you know, because I know you're a good footballer yourself. You play for, you know, you play at academies and stuff. The youth academy players that you know, and will they buzz off having him, someone like Ronaldo, around the place? Yeah, definitely, because all the kids look up to him, don't they? They see him as, you know, their idol. He's an iconic player, isn't he? That's how kids will see him. And they'll be happy with him here to look up to him as their, you know, as an example to be like that. And, you, and when you watch old videos of him and... and uh, do you see how good he was for us now? Do you think he can bring that level, that same level back to us now? Well, obviously he's a bit older now, isn't he? so it won't be as good, but you know, still Ronaldo at the end of the day, he still, still will do the work, won't he? Definitely. Yeah. And would you, how would you have felt if he'd gone to someone like City? Um, don't, think I can, don't think I can say it on here, so... Ronaldo! <laughs> <laughs> Nobody so far didn't want him to come back. That's Mike. It's still half an hour before the game kicks off and this is down below. And the buzz around the ground as we got here is absolutely incredible. Our 36-year-old past-it footballer, allegedly, has given our club a lift. It's incredible. Watching Netflix without using ExpressVPN is like paying for a gym membership but only being able to use the treadmill. ExpressVPN lets you change your online location so you can control where you want to watch Netflix. 
well, where you want it to think you're located. You have almost 100 different server options, so you can gain access to thousands of new shows. This works with many other streaming services too, from BBC's iPlayer, YouTube and more. Why choose ExpressVPN over other VPNs? Well, there's blazing fast speeds. You can stream in HD with zero buffering. It's compatible with all your devices, phones, laptops, media consoles, smart TVs and more. Trust me, I'm using it at the moment. It encrypts your data. ExpressVPN has the added benefit of encrypting your data so you can browse the web securely. So be smart. Stop paying full price for streaming services and only getting access to a fraction of their content. Get your money's worth at expressvpn.com forward slash united. Don't forget to use the special United We Stand link. We're fully signed up. We use it all the time. And that's at expressvpn.com forward slash united. If you do that, you get an extra three months for free. between the first and the second half then? Oh, oh, <laughs> I don't bloody know. It's not really how Alan Shearer would deal with the question on match of the day from Gary Lineker, is it? No. I don't know. No. You, don't do you don't look like Gary, though. Hey? You don't look like Gary. not his money either. <laughs> I think it got better with every sub, I'd say that. I'd say the first sub didn't make the whole difference. The second sub made a bit more, bit by bit. When he brought Marshall, I had every doubt in the world, but what do I know? Well, we don't know much, do we, apart from the fact that we got three more points that probably after the first half, it wasn't a given, was it? No, it definitely wasn't. I thought we were lucky at going in nil. There's a double save as well in the second half from De Gea. Yeah. Still number one, isn't he? I think he is still number one. I think he should put faith in him, to be honest with you. Definitely. I think also, as the game went on, we were stronger, as you said. We had a couple of other chances to do it. Bruno lucky to be on the pitch after his moaning in the first half? He did a little bit of moaning. He had one of his quieter games, to be honest with you. I didn't think he had a very good game, to be honest. But, hey, even God's allowed a little bit of forgiveness. Do you think one of the reasons why he didn't have as good a game was that Pogba didn't have the freedom he's had in previous games? I think they took him out of the game more than Pogba 
not having a better game. I think they shoved Pogba back, and I think they just took Bruno completely out of the game. I thought Varane made the biggest difference. He just, I just feel comfy with him. You can tell he can play straight away. It was like a Rolls Royce, wasn't it? Varane was like a Bentley at the back. Nothing, he didn't do anything, but he did everything. And that's what made him so good. He was superb. Like Ferdinand used to be. You didn't think he did anything, but he did. Yeah, he made a huge bit difference oh, today, didn't he? Yeah. And would you have done anything different? Well, we won the game, so uh, I'm not sure. I think earlier on I would have um, swapped out the midfield, but at the end of the day, we won the game. That's all that matters. So. It is all that matters. What, when you say you would have swapped, what would you have done with the midfield to sort of like make them win the ball a bit more? I think with Pogba being in midfield in the pivot, it's harder for him because he doesn't have enough space and um, he's worried about losing the ball too much. When he's up higher up the pitch and he's got more freedom, he doesn't have to worry about losing the ball because he's always got people behind him. I would have put Pogba further up, uh, maybe swapped Van der Beek for James, tried Van der Beek out in the pivot with Fred. Yeah, sounds good. So, with that performance, seven points from nine, by the end of the season... Could have quite a few points. Well, I was worried. If we only drew that, I think we'd only won the treble rather than the quad. But now the lot's on. It's amazing. No one's actually mentioned that sort of, have they, about has been now. It's just brilliant to enjoy it again. It is. Do you know what I mean? You took so much for granted in the last 18 months. And, but Greenwood up front for the next 10, 15 games, don't drag him wide. Just let him see what he can do up front because he's frightening. He's just shoots and he fancy him he missed that chance didn't he we say he missed that chance he created himself a chance just before the first just before the, the half time whistle and we were almost surprised that he didn't hit the target he pulled it wide made no mistake with the second one did he to be fair it was a, I didn't realise it was in until someone broke my spine when we scored honestly my back's in bits yeah Rick broke another chair for the second week running but anyway is <laughs> that much of a lump these days that he, anyway <laughs> Tyler on, would he? Well, we kept the pace. That's the mix, all the main man comes back, haven't we? So, it's looking... well, oh, we needed a win today. We needed, you know, and it took seven points on the first three games. So, a bit disappointing last week, it's a massive goal out for Greenwood. Yeah. Uh, Fogger improved in the second half. Ram was just different gravy, wasn't he? Uh, yeah. Just, just, you know, kept it calm at the back when things were panicking a bit. When De Gea had to make that save, it just stayed calm. Yeah. That's a massive win. We're going to the international break now. You know, get some more weeks training. The, the people that don't go away, they come back in. You know, we kept the pace. That's the main thing, I think. Seems to be any more points. Seems to be a team spirit there as well, doesn't there? They all are in for each other there. They all are one hundred percent in there for each other. Pogba improved in the second half. I think he had a poor first half. Um, Sancho needs a, a few more weeks to bed in, but he's got to win. Just take yeah. the three points and move on. It's early days in the season. You're never going to be free-flowing right now. You just want the points on the board, and we've got them. But you can almost see from today, and I hope we're pretty right, but Varane will mean we will not concede the number of goals we've conceded over the last couple oh, of again, years. Clean sheets, and, but yeah, clean sheets are a massive thing. But he just looked different gravy, didn't he, calming it down. and yeah. Simple headers away. Yeah. No fucking panicking whatsoever. That could have been easily been 1-1, couldn't it? Well, yeah, we, we, should, we should have been two goals behind by the time we scored. 
uh, goal line clearance and a, I think it was a fucking wonder save from De Gea we'll have to see yeah. it again but we looked out of this world yeah. of course but, yeah there was one off the line yeah. in the first half um, so you know, at the end of the day take the three points we're still in August we're not falling yeah. even further behind like, we're not Liverpool we're not are we? we've not won the league yet we three last season in the first three so it's improvement but, you know going to a national break now with a win We've got, a few, we've got winnable games now until October, November, haven't we? So, yeah. Alright, cheers. Yeah. That's it for the United Wisdom podcast. Manchester United, our beloved shirts, three points going into the international break. Quite strong, and by the looks of it, coming out even stronger. Just leaving the stadium now at Molyneux after a hard fought. Not very pretty 1-0 win, but it's a 1-0 win. Gives us seven points from the first three games with our season. Apparently only just about to start after the signing of you-know-who.